days, and we get really high. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast, where we smoke our favorite strain, we eat so that we get the gains, and we love to bitch about Elaine. I'm the shame of Tarvalon, and I am here with my co-hosts Dang and Nospo, and we are here to talk to you partially about Gal Pals in the Wheel of Time. Fair enough. <laughs> You'll get it when we get there, if you don't already. Anyways, shy tans, lettuce, and munchies. Dang, what did we smoke? Um, oh, oh god. Um, if you don't know, I do have it written down. <laughs> it is chocolate fondue, yes, which is a sativa from DNA Genetics, and it's pretty lit. It's like twenty-one percent or something mm-hmm. like that. And we've smoked untold bowls of it. Didn't we also smoke Godbud? Oh, yeah. The Redican Godbud. <laughs> the OG. And the OG. The best kush. Cheap weed. <laughs> the cheap weed that's incredible. Yeah. Um, we smoked going. untold amounts of that, too. <laughs> but it's when isn't that day. true? <laughs> Anyways. So, I made popcorn for the episode, as you can probably tell from the crunching. Um, Original weed of time. It's not deep fried. (laughs) We're going back to our roots because I we had nachos for dinner, and then we were all like, "Oh, we all wish we had more nachos." And I was like, "I'll make popcorn. It's gonna be lit." Except I think I planned it beforehand. Way beforehand. I don't know. Maybe I just decided I wanted popcorn. At some point in the middle of the day, it was weird. I was into it. Mm -hmm. Things all about the gains. Food. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, so our first prompt of the night, I guess, is Rand, seeing that Egwene's hair is now allowed to be braided and is braided when he walks into Evan's field with Tam to drop off that brandy and go on, oh fuck, because that means that she's about to, are allowed to marry him. I mean... Correct me if I'm wrong here, mm-hmm. but the impression I remember from like the beginning of the Wheel of Time uh-huh. is that Rand and Tam are kind of coming in from Althor Farm after being out there a long time through the winter. Uh-huh. It's been a while since they were into town. Yeah. Right? And so Rand is very excited to see all of his friends, and he's like, ah, oh, civilization, <laughs> not my dad. <laughs> right? Yep. Much as he loves his dad. You know, we all have those moments. Yep. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I know the initial reading of it is like alarm and shit, right? <laughs> but I like to feel that after he's been out there, say, you know, two, three months with no other human but Tam Althor in the darkest, coldest months of the year, when life is the worst, he probably <laughs> gets in there, sees that, sees those braids, and he's just like, yes, he's already hard, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> On on some level, on some level, he's just like, God, I needed this. (laughs) I deserve this. It's been a rough season. I don't think so. I I think he would be a little bit like, oh shit, okay. I don't know if I'm ready for that, but I guess the women's circle has made their choice. Well, that's how every man feels about everything that happens in that village, I think. (laughs) At least that's how it's written, Robert Jordan. Sorry. And most of... Other characters in the series. 
Yeah. All right. I was but... crunching a particularly robust <laughs> Oreo and had to lean far away. <laughs> Undeclared Oreos. You should have talked about them during munchies. Oh my bad. I meant to. I had it written down. I have Oreos. Our Sh- Dang has a uh, ginger ale. He didn't talk about that. Unclaimed beverages. God fucking damn it. <laughs> All right. Each take a citation for that one. Now, can can we lay out your case for being very scared? He's just a young boy. He doesn't have very much experience with girls. Egwene's just kind of followed him around forever, and it's kind of understood that they were somewhat betrothed, and no other girls would be interested in him. He never really had much choice in all this business. She just no. kind of chose him, and then her mom talked to Tam, and <laughs> Tam was like, check. Rand's been forced into an arranged marriage. <coughs> This boy thought he had more time. Question. Yes. Is this a political marriage from Tam Althor? Is he trying to move up in the world by marrying his son to the mayor's daughter? Nah, I think Egwene just thought he was cute. And Tam was like, this is the best. (laughs) What are the odds that another woman in the world might like him? (laughs) Let alone three. Way better than... That's what I was going to say. The chances are way better than you think. Like, <laughs> damn. But we established that Rand is not a hoe for having three at a time. I'm not judging. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just bringing that argument back for our listeners don't remember. There was an episode about it. I don't remember which one. You might have to figure that out on your own. Tweet me. I'll figure it out when I'm sober. <laughs> if I'm sober. <laughs> Hard maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Try and catch me at not high hours. I almost got high before mowing the lawn. (laughs) You have your business card and it's like noon to 11 p.m. And they're like, what on earth are these business hours? And you're like, that's when I'm high. (laughs) (laughs) My current operating hours for sober shame are between 5 a.m. and... 11.30 11.30 a.m. 11.30 a.m. <laughs> uh, Eastern Standard Time. It was the guaranteed dish sober hours. Unless you're just still that high from the day before. Nah. And I'm starting getting worried. Eventually I'm going to have to drive to work again. Mm. Ugh. Horrible. What a Thor. Yes. Driving to work. <laughs> and that Making his way Gwaine. downtown <laughs> to the inn where the Alphiers live. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Episode title, Making His Way Downtown. Terrible. I'm going to submit it to Rave Judkins for the show. <laughs> 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 Make them refilm the first episode. <laughs> Breaking news. Rafe Judkins can no longer complete the project. Weed of time is taking over. The show gets dropped by Amazon, picked up by Comedy Network. <laughs> or Comedy Central. And this is just the worst reading of the Weed of Time or Wheel of Time you can ever imagine. <laughs> Bad. Rand has an actual erection as he walks in. <laughs> walks in. 
to Emmons Field. Where's the braid? <laughs> <laughs> Dang wrote that part. And then he gets like absolutely whipped in the face with nine Abe's braid and he just gets slapped <laughs> to the ground. They wrote that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that when Rand saw Egwene with a braid, he found her not necessarily less attractive, but a little more intimidating? Mm-hmm. Because subconsciously he's been conditioned by Nynaeve to be afraid of women in braids. <laughs> but all the women in Emmonsfield have braids. Yes, and I think that just generally means <laughs> that my theory is more correct because he's getting it from more places. But his mom would have had a braid. Or maybe not, actually, because she was an outlander. But she didn't remember that, did she? Or, sorry, Rand wouldn't remember that, would he? He has a few memories of her. Okay. But she died when he was quite young. Bummer. Horrible. Anyways, Rand's like, oh no, commitment Oh no, having to support a wife, because she's just moving into his farm. We know that from when he went through parallel lives. It's well, not like he's moving into the inn. He's a that's farmer. Not, that's he's not a the same herder. thing, though. Yeah. But it's also just what makes sense. It depends on what role she's coming into. Um, right, she was going to be the wisdom apprentice. Yeah. That's true. Which, like, I don't think it's far-fetched to imagine a combination wisdom mayor. Mm. Especially mm-hmm. considering, like, her dad, she's, she's been there, running town, or where mm. the town's been run this whole time. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's pretty, she'd end up being pretty powerful in the two, or Emmons Field at least, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think she's just gonna necessarily go out to Althor Farm. Because Rand doesn't have that same potential, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, going into the beginning of a marriage, I feel like people would be on her side. I think you're thinking with logic and not with patriarchy. All right, I forgot to account for Robert Jordan. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I like to... Add in the Robert Jordan factor. (laughs) Yeah, I I like to keep Robert Jordan as far out of the wheel of time as I can, thanks. (laughs) This is why Harriet would hate us. This is why Harriet would hate us. Harriet, we're hating me. (laughs) (laughs) I've roasted him myself pretty good. I'm certain there's some sort of audio footage recording of me saying some not nice things about Robert Jordan. Okay, but long shot. Harriet, you ever listen to this? I want to make something very clear. We've never, never criticized your editing. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Big fans. Amazing. <laughs> um, but I don't know. In my perfect world, I, I don't think she'd have been sent out to Al Thor Farm. That's just That's fair. Know. I just don't think that's how it would have happened. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, it true. wasn't even in ours. Well, there were some in parallel worlds, but there was also ones where she um, went through the doors in her test for accepted. Mm. And she saw that in some of them. That's true. First one, I think. 
the hallucinations you get within the doors when you test for accepted are not necessarily, however... I just mean when she got out, she wasn't thinking, oh, it's weird that I did that in that dream. Okay. Because they're also meant to feel real and realistic, right? Okay. Because they want to trap you. But is it always designed that perfect, or is it just there's you, there's a magical bias being seeped into, you know what I mean? I don't know. Because I know, like, objectively, once I'm awake, a nightmare doesn't scare me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't feel real in hindsight, but, like, at the time, I'm pretty fucking scared, right? Mm-hmm. I think they talk about how real it feels. Okay. Because Nynaeve comes out and she asks if if it was real. Oh, I'm remembering spoilery things now. I'm going to agree with you, but I'm not going to explain why. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) We can find out. Soon. 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 We're taking her camping and I'm going to make her read so much. And I'm going to be very happy to read. (laughs) That's true. We're both taking courses right now. We're dying, actually, by the way. For real. It's got an email from my MPP. Oh. Lit. The mass emails. <laughs> Any other thoughts on Rand and his braid fetish? <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> or potential alleged lack thereof. Actually, the really funny thing that everybody needs to know right now is that earlier today I braided Dang's hair and his hair is currently braided. Yeah, I flipped it over my shoulder and I hope no one would notice. <laughs> <laughs> There's your context as we have this discussion. That's why he is so pro-braid. Pro-braid. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like a braid looks bad or something. It's just the cultural connotations and context. Ooh, I, I would like to put forward one more theory. Mm-hmm. Which Rand looks at Egwene with her hair in a braid and goes, Oh, your hair looks nice in a braid. Because it just went, <laughs> But it mentions it in the book, I no, think. No, I know, but knowing who Rand Althor is, that's can true. we not agree that that's maybe a little more likely? <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is pretty legit. Oh, dear. That's my last thought. My hands were buttery and then I touched my computer. This was a mistake. Oh no, I opened the wrong tab. Oh no, it's like that in one of our courses. Alright, and our next prompt is the first sister adoption ceremony. Thoughts, concerns, feelings, comments. Is this the prologue for Winter's Heart? I don't remember. I'm very bad at remembering what happens in what book. But it's the first, just to clarify, the first sister adoption ceremony between Avienda and Elaine. Mm -hmm. And just the ceremony in general. Okay. Um, First thought. Mm -hmm. No one who is involved with writing or creating that part of that episode is allowed to be straight. Is allowed to be a guy. That's going to be my big thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's legit. I want no men writing or directing any of that. Thanks. Mm Because it would just be Game of Thronesy, just kind of guaranteed, I think. Yeah, that's fair. But, um, with it, it's it's very almost gay. Oh yes. Oh yeah. It, that is that is an allegory for gay. <laughs> this is the queer baiting <laughs> that happens in the wheel of time. Yeah. That people mistake for actual queer content. Yeah. 
episode coming on that at some point. Prepare yourselves. <sighs> what? It's just like if I wanted things that seemed gay but were just never quite gay enough, mm-hmm. I would read more romantic poetry. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, yeah. It's not what I want in my turn-of-the-century mm-hmm. fucking fantasy. Come mm-hmm. on. Valid. Very, very valid. Just make it gay. Make Full it wheel gay. of time gay. Or no, not, not that. Molassen. Molassen. Full molassen gay. Full molassen gay. <laughs> Picker and blend. Adorable lesbians. Confirmed. Yup. It should not be debatable as to whether there's, like, queer people. And I know there's, like, explained... We'll, we'll get into this later, actually. Sorry. Uh, I'm getting us off track. <laughs> <laughs> First sister adoption ceremonies. Yeah. Kind of like the warder bond. Kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Um... I feel, okay, the heat and, like, the darkness and closeness were very yeah. significant, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was all very yeah. rebirth kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very like, curious what it would look like while that is happening. I feel like it would be really hard to film. Like. I didn't even mean on TV. I meant if you were one of the other people in the room that wasn't the person that was now giving childbirth or pretending to be bored. Are you just looking at two grown women naked? Sucking their thumbs and <laughs> crying. Fair and... enough. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, See, this is why it's a prompt. Yeah. If you're just spectating. Yeah. You're one of the other wise ones there. Would it be like when you're the only person not on drugs in the room? And everyone else is just being weird as fuck, and you're like, why is everyone being weird as fuck? Mr. BuzzFeed's life. <laughs> Mr. BuzzFeed's out here for a consult. Right? <laughs> but, like... <laughs> I just, oh, fuck. I took a lot of popcorn. <laughs> Artfully. <laughs> I threw my phone. Artfully. Unartfully. <laughs> Um, first sister adoption ceremonies and then you develop a sense of like awareness-ish vague awareness of them afterwards which is really interesting it's funny that boys can become first brothers but rarely do Mm -hmm. that also I think plays into other gendered things Mm -hmm. in the wheel of time that we will be discussing at a later point when Osmo finishes the series (laughs) Yeah, because I get some of that in the first sister ceremony too when they're talking about Rand and stuff, and I'm like, come on, you're better than him. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. But But are they? (laughs) He's just traumatized. Remember how nice he was in Eye of the World? Since then, it's just been trauma upon trauma. It's not his fault he's the way he is. No, it's true, but that's why he has men. Yes, literally. The pattern had thrown it so. The first sister's ceremony, therefore, does not pass the, the Bechdel, Bechdel test. Basel? <laughs> Be- I think just in general how they talk to each other. I'm not sure how much of it happens in the first sister ceremony. Okay. Oh, there's some of it. Because Elaine talks about being jealous that Rance has fucked Avienda and she hasn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, and 
probably between other uh, female characters in the scene. Okay. Because there are quite a few wise ones there. I also just meant as a plot device, how Mm. it gets used to connect those two women. That's legit. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it more serves the plotline of them being a neat little pair for Rand, mm-hmm. more so than it serves their bond, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's valid. Although I think the assumption that is kind of that someday that men will be brought into that. Mm. If they ever actually spend time together, we'll see. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Read and find out. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. But, I don't know. I feel like... The other thing, okay. We have to talk about the fact that first sisters adopt this... Or marry the same dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are those fucking relationships like? Do you trade off or on and off? Is it like Mormonism or is it a three-way? How do you sleep? Where do you sleep? <laughs> it's unclear. <laughs> Any ideas? I think it's different for different people. And we just never see it is the problem. Yeah. Hmm. It doesn't seem particularly like the ideal to have giant beds mm-hmm. for everyone to sleep in together, right? Because they just have pallets. They all just kind of sleep on cots in the same room. Mm-hmm. Like, Yikes. different corners. Yikes. Okay, what are the fucking relationships like, then? I, I'm saying right now, there are three ways it happened, for sure. That would be insane. It would be insane if there's no three ways. If it's real people, like, if, not if they're written by Robert Jordan. But if it's I, real people, there's three ways. See, I was going to say, accounting for Robert Jordan, here is how the sexual <laughs> relationships happen. Actually, yeah, let's do that. The, the man can fuck one of the women. The man can fuck the other of the two women. The man can fuck both women. And that is the end of it. Yes. <laughs> Heterosexual at all times. I accounted for Robert Jordan. In reality, yes, of course three ways are happening. (laughs) Of course there's like, you know, if someone's off at war, if Amis is, you know, at home just being a wise one and the roof mistress is at home being a wise one. Leanne, I believe, I think is her name. Maybe. But it's spelled differently. I don't know. Anyways. um, (laughs) They would, they would get some love on, I think. I I feel like it. We know that women have homosexual tendencies in the Wheel of Time. We know that from Philip friends. We just know that they're societally suppressed as girlhood things. Not something that adult women engage in. Mm. Again, another episode. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Um, but that's White Tower, which we can't really... Tie to the eye yield. And that's true. Cultures culturally. are completely different. So I don't think that's entirely... I just mean biologically we know that women have the capability. Oh, okay. That makes sense, though. It is possible to have mm-hmm. FF attraction in the Wheel of Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not possible to have FF attraction in the Wheel of Time without being a villain. So, like... There's a few maidens. Is there? Oh, damn it. 
I mean, past girl groups. Or one of Fael's mm-hmm. followers. But yeah. Never mind then. <laughs> but they're rare. They are few and they are far mm-hmm. between. Mm-hmm. You can see a distinct point when not straight characters started getting introduced. Yep. And it was Because in the same... Late. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was all in, like, the same book. It was all in, like, Knife of Dreams and maybe the book before Knife of Dreams, whose name I can't remember, because um, I'm really bad at the order. Crossroads and, of Twilight. Yes, Crossroads of Twilight. Maybe in that one, too. It was the Aiel camp with the Shido. That's when it started happening. Because mm-hmm. Galena was there. <clears throat> or no. No, it was at... Um, it was when we first saw Galena at Doom as Wells. So that and mm. that was our only evil person. And then we started getting other characters when uh, Fayil started getting captured and we see, saw inside the Shadow Camp. That makes sense. Mm. But it's still minimal and shitty. Mm. He's tugging on his braid. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to fold my arms beneath my breasts. <laughs> but yeah, first sister adoption ceremony. Also, kind of seems a little bit like conversion therapy. Just a little bit. They're too gay. Let's make them think of each other as sisters instead. The incest will stop it. Jesus. Yeah, it do just be like that a little bit, don't it? Aw, oh, man. I don't need to be thinking about this right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do get a weird It's disgusting and correct. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can sum up our show. Disgusting and correct. No one call us disgusting. You talked about Tangrail sex toys in episode one. You didn't even warm the audience up first. <laughs> you didn't even start with some sort of lubricant joke. You were just like... Full <laughs> <laughs> penetration! A Tangrail could be made to vibrate, right? Like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, two women writhing around on the floor. That was funnier. Hey, y'all remember in The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask? Okay, did they suck just... on Amos' tits? Because I think they did. <laughs> I think they did. I think they did. Weird. Anyways, your thing. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Do we remember in The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask when there were those two twin girls... In the middle of the marketplace, mm-hmm. and if you just like made them dance correctly, they would be like panting on the floor and call you master. Yep. Do we remember that? Yep. That's just a little too first sister's ceremony for me now. <laughs> I've connected those things in my mind because they were just kind of wearing like bodysuits and writhing around on the ground at the end. Horrible. Mostly fetal position. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, how are they going to write that into a scene that people can watch and understand? Have to do it from Elaine's perspective. Yeah. Exclusively. Poor Aviandos. Exclusively from Amos's perspective. <laughs> Show the pain! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just like an actual birthing video. 
Except, like, <laughs> the camera's on her face the whole time and nothing else. You just get sound effects from the rest of the room to know what stage of it they're in. You just get to see... If you buy the box set, you can get extras. Shit. <laughs> and you can see Elaine and Avienda wiggling around on the floor. <laughs> the appendices Naked. of the Wheel of Time. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Turns out, the writhing stunt doubles for Elaine and Avienda were both Andy Circus in mocap. <laughs> He's old now, he doesn't do that that much. (laughs) Well, he should. He's all buff, he's in a a Marvel movie now. Yes, we can get Jed Brophy instead. And I respect him a lot less for being in Marvel movies now. Mm. Completely valid. (laughs) Anyways, prop number three. Elaine hitting on Tom. Bad. Gross. Like I said, we're talking about Elaine this episode. (laughs) God, recording this episode feels like reading Crossroads of Twilight. And <clears throat> <laughs> um, Knife of Dreams. At least true. things eventually start to happen in Knife of Dreams. Winter's heart. <laughs> yeah. She's in the same place for a long time. This is a problem I have actually with the Elaine scene though. with Or the Elaine stuff mm-hmm. with Tom. And for the two people who have read that more recently than me, maybe you can enlighten me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it necessary for the plot in any way? Absolutely not. Like, no. it did not advance things whatsoever, no. did it? No. It just happened. For no fucking reason. Yep. Just because, oh, well, she found out that he used to fuck her mom. Well, of course, she's got to see if she can fuck him, see if she's as good as her mom. And it's like, that is not how, that is not how women's brains think. Not at all. Harriet, maybe I am calling you out as a bad editor. <laughs> like, how did you let that get by? Honestly, yeah. that's... Gross. Yucky. So uncomfortable. That is not how I feel when... About those things. And, like, especially because it had been such a dad thing, too. Mm-hmm. That made it so much creepier. Because well, mm-hmm. he made them have, like, a fathery-daughtery thing for a while, and then it turned into that. Yeah. And then it turned back into the fathery-daughtery thing. And I remember some of the ways we were getting, like, the history of his relationship with more gays. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was leading towards more gays cheated with Tom and had Elaine. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it felt like it was leading towards a lot. And then when she's hitting on him, it's just like, stop. Robert Jordan might make him your dad. You need to stop. Yep. 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 It's just... Oh. Bottom tier part of the series. Yep. Hardcore. Hardcore. And then she has the audacity to be an asshole to Matt about what happens with Tylen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she's like pulling on Tom's whiskers all the way to Abu Dhabi. Not Abu Dhabi, but wherever they went. Like, damn. Tantrico. And she was making fun of Nynaeve for not knowing how to deal with Val and Luca when he was relentlessly pursuing her the first time they were in his mm. caravan. Yep. Yeah. Or the only time she was in his caravan. L- Elaine, so far zero for two on... Uh, harassment and assault mm. takes mm-hmm. like valid that's a just it's, you know, it's I'm, gross yeah. you know like it's I don't know if there's anyone who enjoyed reading that yeah. except maybe old gross dudes you know like mm. 
Like, go away. <laughs> that is not realistic. That is not realistic. It is gross. Stop it. Yeah, I think for the most part, the Venn diagram for most women of people they are attracted to and people their mother has dated, like, non-overlapping circles. Separate circles. Very separate circles, like different planets, you know? (laughs) Yeah. We recognize that sometimes there are anomalies. Sometimes. But, But Nynaeve acknowledges this behavior as normal. And that's just Freudian bullshit! You know... That's very you know true. what? Here's the thing. It's it fucking follows Freud's logic, and I don't like anything that endorses Freud because Freud is bullshit. Yeah. Bite me on it. No spoil will back me up. And we're actually taking psych classes. I only teach it. <laughs> I'm gonna take your side on the basis of Lacanian psychoanalysis versus Freudian psychoanalysis. Oh, oh he's got facts. Take it up. Take <laughs> it up with my homies. <laughs> we're with her on this. <laughs> I don't even know how to defend myself. Yes. Anyways, Freud's horrible. Which is why Elaine hitting on Tom is horrible. Yeah, it's just, it's it's gross. No person becomes attracted to someone by finding out that their mother slept with them. No. <clears throat> that, that just goes, ew, gross. I'd like to remind our listeners that Robert Jordan thought to himself, I'm going to write a fantasy trilogy. And he got a little bit in and he was like, shit, right. Okay, so like five books, four or five books. And then he said, 14 books, because I absolutely need to get in here this really great scene where Elaine (laughs) is going to hit on Tom Marilyn. Girl, you speak the truth. He he inflated his series to 14 books so he could put that in. Not exclusively, of course, but that was one of the things that made it. I've got advice for you, Robert Jordan. Edit. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. Roast and early Jade Lee. <laughs> it's infuriating, though. No, it is. It definitely is. Can't have that shit. Valid. I've had it. <laughs> Especially when Tom was so uncomfortable with it the whole time. Clearly. Yeah. Like, like, stop. <laughs> Make him wish she actually died. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, that fade could have just actually got me. <laughs> that was an option. It might have been the better option. He feels a pull at the left side of his mustaches. Oh, it was the better option. <laughs> no, but then he wouldn't save Moraine, presumably. <laughs> Allegedly. Rafo. I hope that happens in this book, but I have doubts. I tell you right now, it does not... Sad. <laughs> They're not even in the same gun. Like, Matt's not even in the same country right now. I know. the thing. I, I'm so like, used to them being able to go wherever the fuck they want, though, now. So I'm just like, just go. Not Matt. <laughs> not Batty Boy. That is a slightly infuriating thing. Matt's plotline just walks around between a few fairly central places very slowly. <laughs> it sure does. Like... <laughs> <laughs> accurate yes <laughs> we've got rand in every fucking kingdom across like three different books and like the literally the same because start- matt's in sean john controlled territories right oh. no one can come get him like you could literally have rand just in the two rivers and i'd be like i don't know why he's in the two rivers but like sure i believe it he's done that when he dropped off loyal's mom oh that's true 
Speaking of loyal, I was just going to say, Loyal's got more miles under him than Matt does at this point, honestly. Yeah. Loyal's been doing lots of walking. Oh, yeah. Boy golly, has he ever. Now he's married. Yeah. <laughs> High history loyal. These boots are made for walking. These boots are made for walking. And that's just what they'll do. The puss in boots cover these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Jesus. <laughs> that was not the Puss in Boots cover. What the hell? Oh, not the Puss in Boots cover. From from Shrek 2 in the American Idol DVD uh, Far, Far Away Idol. Yeah. I didn't remember that part. I cannot believe well, you we would disrespect Far, Far, Far Away Idol like this. We can just watch it. That's true. We could. But should we? Is yes. the question. I don't think I can take that much Simon Cowell, actually. <laughs> That's valid. Especially when we could be on our way to Bianca Del Rio. Eyes on the prize, fam. It's true. This Do chair we... is such an annoying asshole. And Switch it with one of the end ones. I will. Any other thoughts on, you know, Elaine, Elaine being fucking disgusting? <laughs> <laughs> I stand by Gross. my tweet that did not get much traction. That was the wheel of time. The Wheel of Time without Elaine. <laughs> I think that's accurate. Oh, it is, yeah. though. <laughs> yep. And I love Elaine for many different reasons, but Elaine is an infuriating See, character. See, here's the... <laughs> the issue is not with Elaine. The issue with, is with how she is written and what yes. is chosen to be included in mm-hmm. her parts and when they are placed. Robert Jordan just did really bad with the pacing on Elaine. Robert Jordan's pacing used to be so good. Yeah. And then she got tedious. This but I'm on The Gathering Storm now on my audiobook reread. It's not tedious anymore. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's real tedious. I didn't have to re-listen to any of the prologue this time. <laughs> when he's describing a tedious hall session and you're like, oh my god, Robert Jordan. <laughs> Let's it. move it, move it. <laughs> Summarize it. Thankfully, Egwene um, got captured and I still don't really know much about that. <laughs> Read and find out. Hell yeah. You, in this book, read and find out. Oh, sick. Anything I can do to get her to read at this point. I don't know what it's going to be about. There's just going to be more Gawain. Yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah, there's more Gawain. Gawain could die that. for all I know. Could <laughs> oh, you imagine she comes back for a sentence? I'd cry. <laughs> like, I'd weep. I'd be so sad. Yeah. That'd be the dirtiest do in all of the Gawain is absolutely my favorite character in The Wheel of Time. Absolutely, for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> Any, anything else to say on Elaine being gross? You already asked that. Clarifying. Nah. All right. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Weed of Time podcast, and we hope you tune in again soon. Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter or Discord at The Weed of Time, and check out our Patreon for cool bonuses, like our new monthly benefit, The Jams of Time, where we (laughs) either post an original composition or us performing a piece of music. If you have a second to rate or review our podcast... (laughs) I do that when I teach, I need to know that. Review our podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills. Peace. I'm going to put a PS on this episode because I had a thought during that outro. Oh. 
I don't think I respected Elaine from the beginning because you know what? For any self-respecting person, the Venn diagram of boys who fall over your garden wall and boys you have sex with, sorry, strange <laughs> boys who fall over your garden wall and boys you have sex with, I feel like they should be more separated circles than they ended up being, I'm just saying. The pattern. I don't give a fuck about the pattern. Tavirin. Bye. Bye. <laughs>